Hey, everybody. This is the Day and Night Podcast. I'm your boy, Freshman Feek. My name is Cody. And we want to thank y'all for listening in. We got a lot of messages, DMs from y'all uh, regarding our last episodes. And uh, a lot of them were including, you know, asking us if we're single. Uh, a lot of messages about relationships. So, you know, we decided to make this episode about relationships. Um, and speaking of that, I want to ask Cody, what's the longest relationship you've been in? I mean, it hasn't been... You know, it hasn't been, you know, two, three, five, six years. It's been, you know, probably less than a year, you know. Sometimes I get a little busy or, okay. you know. You know, you want to make sure you're in a relationship with the right person. Right, right, right. I mean, okay. How, how about yourself? Me, my longest, I want to say, is a little more than a year. I want to say a year and a half. Um, And, again, it's the same thing, kind of like what you said, relationships in the past for me haven't been sustainable in terms of long term. Um, I have a tendency of getting bored easily. Um, I have a tendency of not, unless it's very adventurous and we're doing a lot of crazy different things, keeping it spicy, I tend to lose interest, which I'm working on. Uh, but that's one thing for me that I've noticed with my relationships, the constant patterns between each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and what what do you think kind of the qualification like what do you what do you feel makes a girl wifey material or the one you know to kind of make it go from like oh just being a friend to okay yeah i can you know kind of see myself with this person right okay so from my perspective one quality that she has to have is inspirational she needs to be she needs to inspire me like so she has something she needs to have things going for her in her life um she needs to be passionate about something because if she's not passionate about anything, I, I, lo- I lose interest really quickly, like very, very fast. Number two, um, so that's one, would be passionate or inspirational to me. Number two. Passionate about like what? Whatever she has going in her life, whether it's schooling, uh, you know, she's passionate about progressing in school, whether it's a- athletics, she's a volleyball player and wants to pursue, you know, going to the Olympics and she's passionate about that. You know so goal-oriented. I mean? Goal-oriented. Perfect. That's a good way to put it. Um, that's number one for me. Um, and I'm skipping over the attractiveness aspect because I'm, you know, I would think that's a beginning step for everybody. You, you know, you want to be attracted to, yeah. <laughs> to your, uh, you know, to, to your significant other. Um, but if you want to put it in there, we'll put that as number two for me. Um, I need to be attracted to her. I don't care if the world or society finds her attractive. As long as I'm attracted attracted to her, that's you know that's a big plus for me. You're okay with like a four out of ten, right? Four out of ten might be a little low. <laughs> might be on the low side. Uh, but you know, on my scale, she's gonna be a nine or a ten. But if like my friends think she's like a whatever, oh bro, she's a six, she's a seven. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I think she's a dime piece. So that's good enough for me. Uh-huh. You know, but back in the day, I used to like my friends Settle. would have to no, my friends would have to think she's also a ten, or yeah, else yeah, like yeah. I'm not. I'm not. You have to get their homies approval. Homies approval, exactly. But that you know, as I get older, more wiser, um, I'm not really that focused on mm-hmm. society like how my how society views my my girl and i would say number three for me is um so number one was uh, goal oriented number two is my attractiveness to her and number three is compatibility you know she needs to have a good sense of humor because um, i i like to clown um compatibility with me in terms of personality in terms of with the things that we're looking for in life uh and in each other so she needs to you know align with what i want and i need to align with what she wants because it's got to be a two-way street you know so those are two three three things for me that 
really uh, solidify if this person is going to be compatible with me moving forward long-term wise. What about you? Well, <clears throat> I mean, there's a couple things. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to be attracted to her. You know, I so mean, that's your number one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not my number one. We'll start that list. Uh, okay, man. okay. We'll go down no the list. Shame, no shame in your game, Playboy. No shame. <laughs> All right, if we game. have to go down the list, I say first thing it, for for being wifey material, basically, I would say personality. Like, you have to have a personality. If I'm going to spend my whole life with you, introduce you to my family, and, you know, we're really going to get serious, and I see you, see your, myself with you for a long time. We have to be able to laugh, have a good time, kind of really just enjoy each other's company, more or less, you know. And like you said, kind of keep it spicy, um, and just kind of keep the ball rolling, there right? So you don't get bored easily, because that's why you know a lot of relationships don't really work out. Is have you had that issue in the past where you lose interest in somebody who you at first like were head over heels for? Yeah, like I mean, there's been a couple times where it's like. Yeah, you know, she's awesome. Everything I wanted, you know, and it's kind of like that. I have like a seventh, seven to eight month rule. So it's like if you're still excited to see that person and spend time with them after the seventh or eighth month, right? Then you're starting to get into the okay, I could see myself with this person type of, type of vibe, you know. But the the sixth to seventh seventh month span is like a honeymoon span, right? It's kind of what I call it, where. Everything is good. There's no problem. There's no arguing. There's no nothing of that sort. Everybody's on their best behavior. Everything's on their best behavior. Right. And then slowly but surely you start figuring it out what their, you know, imperfections are and things that you don't like about them. And that's where really, where you really want to see if you see yourself with the person is if you're able to overcome those or say she has this, but she has this and kind of weigh out the goods and bads. Um, but personality is definitely prob probably if not number one on my list. Okay. Um, so, yeah, personality is very important. Um, I would say family. Family values to me is very important. I feel like, you know, now there's still some really good people, you know, and really good girls that may not have, like, a strong family background. But to me, um, I'm extremely family-oriented. I, I love my family to death. I would do anything for my family. Okay. Um, and to me, I, I kind of I want my significant other to – kind of believe in that same thing or be really strong with their family. Yeah. Talk with them all the time. I talk with my mom every day, whether it's text or call. You know, I see my dad all the time. I talk with my grandma um, all the time. So I'm I'm in constant contact with, like, everybody in, yeah. my, in, my, in my family. So family connection is very important to me. Um, and then, obviously, attractiveness. Like, you don't, you know, you, you want to be attracted to the person naturally. You know, like, you want to be like, wow, like, that's my girl. Because <laughs> she, she can be the perfect girl, but if the sexual attractiveness is not there, you know, who are you fooling? You exactly. I mean? Eventually, like, eventually like it's you, just going to fizzle out. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to just, like, settle and be like, oh, I'm hitting the age of 30. Okay, I just need to find somebody, you know, something of that sort. It needs to be kind of organically natural, and you have to be attractive, though. You know, like, they may not have to be a – they don't – you know, you don't want to, you know, date somebody that has, you know, 2 million followers and, you know – is getting DMs from all these famous people and it's getting all these attraction and stuff like that. Like right. someone that's low key, you know, family oriented, you know. Um, but yeah, those those would probably be my three. Now to that last point, um, in terms of being attracted, do you care if your like do your friends need to co-sign on if how like if she oh she's hot enough, bro, go for it or you know like do you need that the homie's approval? I think it's uh, I actually I think it's important. I think that, you know, sometimes I may be blinded, like, I may be blinded by what she may actually be, 
you know, so how someone else perceives her. So like my opinion right. is important, but that's why you always want to bring them around um, your your friends so that they say, oh, hey, man, I, I don't know. like. But you're talking about in a broader scale, so not just her looks. You're talking about just her as a complete person. Like you bring her around your friends, you she hangs out with your friends, and your friends kind of get a sense of who she is as a person. Yeah. And they're going to, of course, include, you know, how she, how she looks. But they're, you know, homies usually let you know in terms of like, I don't know, bro. I think she, or the homie might even know her from back in the day. Like, yo, she might, <laughs> hey, we don't like that. You don't know, you know what I'm saying? She might be a little promiscuous yeah. or whatever the, whatever the case may be. But, you know, the homie's approvals, you know, is important. Friends approval. And I, and I think, uh, you know, ladies, you can let us know in the comments or message us if that's important to uh, to girls as well, which I think it is. You know, females want their friends to give them input on, you know, the man that they're interested in. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's important. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause you think about when you do go through your problems with your girl or your significant other, you're, you're, you're talking to your friends about it. You're, you're telling them like, Oh, this is what happened. I don't know what to do. You know, you're, you're talking with them about right, it. Right. So if they meet them and they really like them, they're going to be on, on your side. And that's why it's always important that if you really do like this girl, be on her friend's side. Also make sure her friends like you because if her friends don't like you, it's, it's just it's all it's all downhill. Yeah, it's gonna be you problems. Know? So you want to make sure that your her friends like you as well as her are, are very important as well. Okay, what about family? Now, do do you, does your family? How much stock do you put in your family accepting and approving of your girlfriend? And have you ever been in a situation where you really like a girl, but maybe your mom wasn't feeling her? And you know, how did you ha how do you handle situations like that? Or if it was if it were to happen in the future. I mean, I've never had, like, a serious, serious relationship where I've been like, wow, I'm in love with this person. I can see myself with this person for the rest of my life. I haven't really introduced them to my whole family because the person that I introduce to my family right. is going to be the person that I'm going to marry. And if my family doesn't approve, then it's not going to work out. Like, to me, my family's impression or, like, opinion of, of her is extremely important to me. Like, that's just me as a person. I think it's it's one of, if not the most important thing okay. for me. Yeah, that's really good. Same here. I agree. Um, I have, you know, brought a couple of my uh, serious relationships home. Never had a problem with that. I think I'm a good, you know, scout of good human beings. You know what I mean? And my mm -hmm. family, if you're a good human being, they're going to, you know, they're going to vibe with you. Mm -hmm. um, so, but that is important to me, like family oriented, like you said. Um, I definitely put stock into that. She needs to have a good, strong family support system because uh, I know how valuable that is. Uh, but my yeah, my family uh, they they love the women that I bring home, and that is important. If they if there's any animosity between her and my family, like this just in terms of a long term relationship, unless the, unless there's like reason for it, you know, if there's reason for it, and I I think I can walk I can get through it, that's okay. But other than that, like if my family's not vibing with you, it's uh, it's probably probably a sign that it's gonna be downhill. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I mean I've had it in you know. In, in my family, whether, you know, somebody brings somebody, you know, and, and you don't like them, like I, me being your, your family member, I want you to kind of at least take my input a little bit, you know, take it into consideration, take into consideration, you know, I mean, if they can change, you know, cool. But I mean, nine out of 10 times where a good judge of character will be able to. Right. But, you know, my family and friends opinion is definitely important as well. Um, I mean, I there's agree. there's some there's some girls or even some guys that always have to be in a relationship. Whether it's good, bad, ugly, like they just always have to be 
with somebody. Yeah. Like they'll just if it doesn't work out with one person, boom, the next day they're with somebody else. Automatically jump into something else. With the relationship. Like they have to have that attachment. Yeah, now that I think about that. Well, like I do. what are your thoughts on that? I know a couple people like that where they can't I think that's a bigger that's like a symptom of a bigger issue. It's not only the fact that they have to be in a relationship. I think they just struggle with just being by themselves. You know, a lot of people can't spend time with themselves. And I think that's very important. Spending time with yourself, uh, whether it's in between relationships or even during when you're in a relationship, you know, you got to keep a sense of your own self-identity strong, you know, be self-reflective, really get to know yourself. If you don't really understand yourself and what makes you tick and what makes you know what arouses you or whatever the case is you can't expect somebody else to provide those qualities that you need if you don't know if you don't know what you need yourself you know so i think definitely i don't know though i don't know why some people just can't not be in a relationship do you know do you, have you ever met I people i think like maybe that? it's like a self-confidence um self-confidence or they always have to be with some it's just that i think it's a self-confidence type of thing like you can't be alone like me, I, I cannot have a girl for, you know, months, if not a year, because I'm able to stay busy. I'm able to, whether it be workout, school, education, like focus on myself. There's other things for me to do. And so you find value in other things and you don't lose your self value if you don't have another person feeding that to you. All exactly. The time. I yeah. don't have to always be with the girl or always be like, I can I can find anything that's sports, hobbies, things of that sort. Okay. Um. We can kind of touch on like the different types of relationships. I know there's several different types of relationships. Um, What's your favorite type of relationship? Well, I mean, there is like you know, there's like you know, like a, so to speak, you know, a friend with a benefit, or there's okay. like a, FWB, yeah. <laughs> right, right, or there's like a like exclusive where like you're like you don't ask her to be your girlfriend, but like you are, but you're like you're scared of commitment, and there's like that lovey dovey type of love, yeah. Where, you know, where it's you, like super exclusive, super exclusive, like everybody knows you pictures, everything like that. And then there's like the types of relationships where it's just like, you know, it's just you and them. And so you we'll break it down. All your friends. We'll break it down. Okay, let's, okay. Start with, <laughs> let's start with friends with benefits. Have you ever had a friends with benefits? I mean, let's not get into the details, but I mean, I think okay. we've all had some people want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think we've all had somebody, you know, of that of that sort. Right. You know, right. Yeah, yeah, same here, you know, um, especially in college uh, and the time where you're not in a relationship. You know, I think it's okay. I don't think there should be any, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it shouldn't be taboo to have a friend relationship because that's somebody that you enjoy their company. Both of you are not looking for anything serious at the time being. And you guys just enjoy each other's company. Go out maybe to Dave and Buster's or whatever, hang Mm -hmm. out as friends. And you guys are are attracted to each other as well. Uh, But just very casual, you know, something very casual. Uh, we all have that. I feel like you don't have time to give them, you know, cause that's, you know, also a reason, you know, sometimes it would be me or somebody else is like, you may not have time to invest all that time and energy into that person cause you're working or you're getting education or something of that sort, you know, that's true. That's true. And I, but I think why friends with benefits usually don't last long. It's usually one party having 
one party not communicating the fact that they're beginning to develop real feelings for yeah the that's other usually party. how it happens where right? it's like you're just like oh she's my friend you know we're doing whatever we got to do and then you're like after a couple months you're like damn i'm actually starting to grow a little bit close to the person maybe i do like this person mm-hmm. and you know that's that's for sure and i think that's natural, you know, uh, especially if you spend a lot of time with somebody, you're, you're naturally going to grow more feelings towards them. I think it's the communication aspect. You got to let that person know immediately. You exactly. Know, you know, so no one gets hurt in the in the process. If you tell them immediately, like, yo, I think, you know, I'm feeling you a little more. Maybe we could take it to the next level. What are your thoughts? And ask them for their opinion, like, on the situation. If they are not at that level, then you both of you guys know that at the same time, you know, and then you guys can, can continue to talk about it and take it the next step, step further. Or maybe one person might want to remove themselves so friends with benefits i think is a good thing as long as you have like maybe two every two weeks three weeks have like a check-in like yo you know what i mean like we're still you're still we're still comfortable in our situation or you know what i mean or every month or whatever the case is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I think it's more or less the time and you know and a big thing a lot of people are scared of commitment you know a lot of people are scared to jump into that relationship and put their heart all on the table and um you know, get their heart broken. Right. You know, so I think a lot of people are scared of commitment. I mean, you know, I learned about myself, you know, sometimes I am scared to kind of commit to, you know, one person and, and just dedicate my whole time. And then what if they end up, you know, cheating on me or what if they end up doing something, you know, it kind of, you know, breaks your heart. And I think that there's plenty of people that are just scared of commitment. I agree. I agree. And I, I can only speak for men uh for the most part and not all men but i think that's an issue with a lot of men uh we we play nonchalant sometimes because we don't want to fully invest our hearts into somebody when we don't know we may not know their true intentions and even if we do it's still difficult Mm -hmm. to kind of you know to kind of lean you know to jump all the way in and uh but i've noticed with myself and other other people as well having that like um that he- that hesitancy to jump in all the way and just like let go that could that could hinder you from potentially growing with somebody you mm-hmm. know what i mean where that person may have been the right person yeah for they you. may have been the one the but one. you kind of overlooked it and you weren't in the right mindset cuz as you you know you've told me you know what's the perfect girl if it's not the perfect time that's right yeah that's right that's a great i think um the great philosopher Drake. I think, that. I think, that was, I think that was Drizzy. Drizzy Drake said, "What's the perfect girl if it's not the perfect time? If I'm, if it's not Drake, I'm sorry for whoever uh, is, is the artist that said that, but I did hear that in a song and it resonated with me because when I heard it for the first time, I was like, I thought about you know somebody specific and I'm like, man, if I were to meet them right now in my life, I would have married her already. Yeah, you know yeah. You mean? think about the people that you've met in the past and you're like, dang, but. I mean, she may have been the perfect girl, but it wasn't the perfect time. Perfect time, exactly. You know, I mean, wh- and then you also have those lovey-dovey relationships where it's just like, oh, my God, this person is just amazing. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I mean, that's good. You know, it's cool. I mean, it's for some people, you know, but I think you also need to have, like, a balance of being with your friends and your family, and you can be in your relationship, but some people are, like, just so dedicated to their significant other that they, they kind of just ignore their friends and their family, and okay. they kind of yeah. just go MIA. So yeah, it's like yeah, they, yeah. It's like you can have a... That, that person can be your best friend and then they meet the love of their life and then they kind of just gravitate gravitate only to them so let's stick on that so because some people would say and i think maybe this is a top like that's a specific topic where people will think differently on i think some people are in your uh, in your camp where you need to not totally isolate your friends you need to spend time with your girl but also spend time with your friends 
and your family and and really you know time management in all those departments other people think that you know your significant other once you meet them that they're they're the the one and only that you need to dedicate like 90 percent of your time you know to that because that's potentially going to be your new family in the future you know what i mean so so you're so you're definitely a believer of that you know you need to have a variety of you like you need to manage your time you need a balance. balance just like you can't just only work 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 you need okay. to have you know balance of work and work and social life and leisure and yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I don't think the whole lovey-dovey you know dedicated to that significant other is, is the best option i think you do need to have a balance of of everything so that kind of speaks into, and that's a healthy relationship yeah that kind of yeah that plays into something we touched on earlier where it's you need to really you, you need to balance your life and not lose your, your sense of self when you're in a relationship because a lot of people forget who they are what they what they cared about before they jumped into a relationship mm-hmm. and i i think a successful relationship is two individual people coming together and feeding each other you know positive energy but if but if you're totally dependent on your significant other you know whenever they're gone you just you have nothing to do with your life you know that's never that's never a good recipe you know for success yeah mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, agree, I agree with that aspect, and yeah. what do you feel like the goods and the bads of being in a relationship can be start off with the goods the good you know the good the good is great you know the good is you're learning about you learn about yourself honestly when you're in a relationship, the person, if it's the right person, they're going to bring the best out of you. Um, you're, you're, you're learning about them. You're learning about how to, how to compromise. You know, you learn life lessons when you're in a relationship. So I think that's, that's a plus. Uh, you're, you're having the, the best time of your life, you know, when you're in a great relationship. You totally enjoy, you know, the person's company. And the bad is, I don't, I guess the bad are pitfalls which you can avoid. So one of them is what you just mentioned. The bad part could be you may just lose all – you may lose other aspects of your life. You may just totally forget about your friends, your family. Um, so if you learn to avoid that, I think you know you can avoid that part of, of potentially being a bad part. And also the growing pains also. From one perspective, you can perceive it as being a bad. So the growing pains, when you learn about yourself, you learn about – you know, in terms of being a relationship, maybe man, maybe I have like a couple sen- selfish tendencies where I need to be selfless more. Um, so learning learning about that while you're going through it may you know it's tough. It's tough you know being really self you know introspective and learning about yourself. So that aspects of it could be could be deemed as like you know the growing pains are gonna are gonna hurt a little bit you know, but it's gonna make you a better person at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the good is that obviously you fulfill certain aspects of your life that you're not able to do while you're by yourself so that compassionate love you know spend quality time with someone of the opposite sex um that's really good and then just having somebody it's like a like your best friend you know but someone of the opposite sex so i think you know the good is you know that compassion that you know that stuff like that that you know at any time you can just like oh let's go on a date you know spend quality time with somebody like you know and it's different than hanging out with your friends or your homies you know like oh let's you know and i think that's a really good aspect and and you know you can start a family you can you know get married you know start a family have kids right um and you're loved you know you know somebody no matter what they're going to love and appreciate you um the bads can be like you said you know other aspects of your life may not may be kind of uh, taken out 
so to speak. They might not keep up with the how much, like how much time you have. Exactly, exactly. Other things may be eliminated, and other things is you put your, you put yourself at risk for being heartbroken, or or things of that sort. And the healthiest relationships are the ones where they overcome those, like things you yeah know, like forgive and forget yeah uh, type of thing but that's could be you know you get yourself you get yourself heartbroken you know but that's i think that's just all part of the relationship aspect okay okay what do you think where do you think are the best places to find when you're single you know but you're looking for something serious where do you think is the best place to find uh quality women trader joe's whole foods <laughs> so grocery stores <laughs> grocery stores um you know gyms I you know because we go out a lot you know uh but before the whole quarantine you know we go out to bars you know uh social gatherings but lately i, I don't know that may not be the best place to find somebody who you want to who you want to take you know seriously for the long term you know? i think it has to be or you know kind of just naturally so like things that you like doing so if i like Great playing point. basketball then i'm just gonna just do what you like and do your everyday routine and wherever you meet somebody is, is wherever you meet somebody. I think when um, you do meet them at like a club or a bar, you know, they have intention. They may have different intentions, you know. Right. And that's to not to bar. say, yeah, that's not to say that you can't find somebody who you're who's like your soulmate at a, at but a bar. But that's a diamond in the rough. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know. You need, so, yeah, you need, I need, think just naturally like if you go to a grocery store or, oh, you know. Um, you drink almond milk too, you know. Like. <laughs> almond milk. That's so, hilarious. I, I mean, it just has to happen uh, naturally. You can't really, and I think some people look for a relationship like, oh, I need to find somebody. I need to find somebody like, and they're just on the hunt. And the first person they meet, like whether it be a girl or a guy, they're like, oh yeah, I, I need, I need to wife this person up or this and that. Like, yeah. You have to really like, like you're talking 50, 60, 70 years with this person, you know. So That's a I fact. mean you'd rather you know have your family and friends i mean you got i think 35 is the max max in terms of in terms of until you need to like start a family more or less i mean some people want to start things at 16 <laughs> but i mean team mom <laughs> like but no i mean yeah that's true i don't know there's, if there's a limit a specific... of an age like what do you think the age limit is yeah, I don't know. I don't really put an age limit on myself because then, like what, you, like what you said, when I put out the age limit, as I get closer to you it, to that's when, up. yeah, that's when yeah. my mind is like, oh, you know, I, I kind of like this girl, but I'm 34, turning 35, mm-hmm. so now I got to, you know, really take it seriously, and, and she may not be, you know, 100% compatible with me. So I don't think, I, I don't look at it in, ter- as, in terms of age, I just look at it on how I feel, you know what I mean? So if I'm in the mental space where like, you know, I think I want to, you know, settle down now, I'll start moving accordingly i'll start you know interactions with with different girls i'm asking different questions really trying to pick their brain get to know them you know uh but that comes with how i feel inside and and what my 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 ready my readiness is you know so yeah i don't i don't i don't necessarily put a specific age on it how many how many kids do you want or what do you think like the normal i want like three Three. Three. Three is a good number. Um, Boys and girls. I would love my first child to be a son. Uh, matter of fact, if I don't have a son within three children, I'm having a fourth. If I don't have a son yeah, within I gotta four have children, too, yeah. I'm having a fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do it like Kobe, huh? Yeah, you yeah. Just keep course. going until the, baby, until the boy comes out. Exactly. Kobe says you, you, it doesn't matter if you miss seven shots in a row, you, you know the eighth one's going in. If you, you miss got, that eighth one – 
Oh, that ninth one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that one's going in. I was going to keep popping them keep out popping until them I had a boy. You know, of course, my wife, you know, hopefully she understands how important it is for... To I, have a guy. I don't know if it's all men, but a lot of men, you, you know, we feel like we want to pass down our... Our, not only our last name, not but, only our last name, but know. yeah, it's something deeper than that. Yeah, you know, like, I wanna, you want you have a connection, like you want to teach him. I want to teach, exactly. I want to teach him the world. Um, but yeah, I think three kids for me. What about you? I mean, I'd like to have twins. I think that would be kind of a cool thing. I don't know, know if you can just like, <laughs> yeah. kind of just. I don't know if that just happens because <laughs> you think it, but but maybe. yeah, I think too. For me too, I think it's good. Oh, what if technology? You know, by the time you're ready to have kids, I don't would think you so, would no. you do the you know a little wiring and you know the you know doc what's it called like in vitro or something that might not be what it's called but you know they have procedures where I think they can strongly yeah, they already can, yeah. heighten the chances of you mm-hmm. having the twins or or I don't think I want that I think I want it to be more natural you okay know, more yeah. like more of a surprise yeah you know? yeah yeah and do like the whole ex- the whole gender reveal and you know stuff like that yeah that'll be dope. But uh, to me, I to you know, I'm not gonna have a kid unless I know she's the one, unless I'm married, and I know I can financially support myself and the family as a whole. Okay. You know, so that's kind of like the last step. Yeah. You know, in the thing, I'm not gonna just like, oh, she's the one, I'm gonna have a kid. Like, no, I gotta. It's a process. I like that. I like that. I had a question for you. Oh yes, how important do you think it is to live with your significant other before you get married? Do you think you should? live together for a year before you propose or do you think you can propose to somebody without like having lived with them first you definitely have to live with them before because i mean that's a big deal you know like it's so much it's so different seeing somebody every so often than actually living with them every correct day. you really learn who the person is when you live with them exactly yeah. you really know kind of like you know just like everything you know about them so i think living with them for about a year to two years i think being in a relationship i mean you can't really put a time frame but depending on like if it's just like working out perfect, you know, right? That's true. Month, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's always exceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But like in general, I say you know know her for like a year, you know, a year, two years, minimum. Yeah. You know, as a girlfriend, and then you know, move, or move even as a person, even as a person, just know her like as a friend. Yeah. For a year, two years. Yeah, that's a fact. And then maybe ask her to be your girlfriend because you want to get past that honeymoon stage. Right. Um. And then after you know, yeah, maybe a year. Uh, two years, you know, maybe start going even more serious. It, it all depends on the vibe. You know, you can't say, like, two months, three years. Yeah, there's no I set. mean, I know people that have been in a relationship for 10 years and they're still not living together. So, it's like... That's a good point. It's all and a And I know some practice. people who have been married for, like, for ages and they got married after, like, a month of knowing each other, not not living each together either. You know, so there's always going to be exceptions to yeah. that rule. But in, ter- in terms of, yeah, like, general generalizing... You know, live together for like six months or until you guys are comfortable and you guys know, you guys have like taken off the, the, uh, the, the on your best behavior type of, you know, act. You guys are really getting to know each other. What annoys you? Because sometimes you might live with somebody and the smallest things, like a total OCD, we'll start to a total yeah. OCD and mm-hmm. you need to know that about people. Yeah, like, yeah, if, yeah. if you leave a fork in the, in the sink, yeah. she flips the fuck out. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and you know, you got to be honest with yourself. Like, damn, is this something that I can live with yeah, for the rest yeah, of my yeah, life? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Or the opposite, or vice versa, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Why don't you think, like, a, another topic, like, why don't you think that some relationships last and some don't? Like, like, why do you think some are really good and really strong and other ones aren't? Um, that's hard to say. I think that some people, 
I think one big thing is that a lot of a lot of times people get into relationships when they're not ready to be in a relationship. A lot of people cheat because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, cheating, you know, is, is is very big. Some people, some partners can look past their partner cheating one time and forgive them and move forward. Other times that's a deal breaker for other people, you know. So, but that comes with not total, being honest with yourself and 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 knowing that you're not ready to be in a relationship. Like if you're not ready to commit to one person, then you, then you know that's not fair to the other person in not telling them that you know or yeah exactly so i think that's one uh aspect of why relationships fail people not being honest with themselves about not being in the right mind state to be in a relationship other aspects a big chunk is financial reasons i think the uh they say a big reason for divorce like almost 50 percent of divorces are because of financial financial issues or financial problems somebody in the house who was a breadwinner loses a job uh, they, you know, and then fi- financial problems come in and then, you know, that just, that provides the crack that can just, you know, the whole foundation of the relationship starts to fall apart, you know? So I think, uh, one is not being ready two is financial reasons and three, I don't even know if there's a three, I think, th- I think, yeah, I think those two are like the biggest reasons why I think relationships fail. Yeah. I mean, I think that some fail because some people like it's the mindset. Some people still want to party like. What's the perfect girl if it's not the perfect time? Like, yeah. you know, you may find that girl when you're, you know, when you just turned 21, but you're like, oh, now I can go out to bars and clubs. I don't want to, you know, settle down right now. Right. So I think that, you know, it, it comes down to the mindset. And I think that some people still want to, like I said earlier, they want to party. They want to go out. They want to spend time with their friends. They want to do things like that. Like they're not in that state of their life where they want to settle down. Like some people like. When you're in high school and you, they have the yearbook thing, I think that says like most likely to be married and have kids or something. Yeah. You look at everybody who was in a relationship in high school and or even throughout college, like they missed out on a lot of things being in a relationship, going out to bars and clubs and, you know, like having go on, you know, extravagant yeah. vacations. And you still can do that with having a girlfriend, but it's just a different experience, you know, having it with your friends and stuff like that. You so, know. quote unquote, you're talking about the whole phase, right? For, for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. Guys, guys too. Like, yeah, people yeah, say yeah, that's yeah. just for girls. That's bull. You know what I mean? Yeah, guys, yeah. like, that, and that's just a phrase to summarize what we're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. have to get that part of your life out of your system. You know, you have to really see the world for what it is because you don't want to end up regretting it and then now, yeah, oh, now you're in your late 30s I I having you know. a midlife crisis now you know what i mean you want to you want to feel like you've lived your life and enjoyed life before you really settle down you got to trust the process a lot of people yeah, a lot of people will disagree but this is just my opinion i think i think it's very important for men and, and women to especially at a young age 16 17 18 19 like to be thinking about getting married i mean if, if you find that that one you know yeah. by, by all means but the numbers suggest that you know, there's a lot more, there's a lot more to, to see and to experience in life before you just, you know, tie that knot. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just turn 17 and be like, oh, I need to get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, some people can't. And people I can. feel like yeah. times have kind of changed throughout the years. And I, I also feel like some relationships kind of get ruined because of social media influence. Facts. You know, like Instagram, you know, like, oh, you didn't post a picture of me or, oh, why'd you like this girl's photo? Or, you know, this that this that you know why are you showing off too much skin you know so i think social media is a really big influence i agree on either why relationships work or why they don't i agree you know Definitely. like some people are scared to post a picture with this girl because 
like they're scared of commitment. They know like they're going to lose all their other girls or all their other guys if they do post that picture or, you know, they're scared but if of that's the feedback. Your, but if that's your that, – that's the one that you're going to tie the knot with or not tie the knot, you know, get married. You got to know. if that's your main – why would you worry about losing all your other girls? You're exactly. Supposed, that's you're supposed what some to lose people, your other girls yeah. <laughs> already, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what some people are scared of. Again, yeah. it comes back to the mindset of, like, of what are you ready. looking for? Got you. You know, type of thing. But I, I don't know. I would – maybe I might change in the future, but even when I'm only with somebody, I'm not just – I'm just not big on, like, broadcasting, like, my whole relationship yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. I think that, like – I mean, if all your friends already know about her and, you know, you're with her all the time and, you know, you could really see yourself with her, you know, maybe after a year of being with her. Right. Yeah, I think it's 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 only not appropriate to post a picture. But if you're still in that honeymoon phase of six months, like, I wouldn't even bother posting a picture. Okay. You know, like, there's no, there's no point. Like, right. you haven't really grown and gone through each other's imperfections and gone through that stages in order to you know, know that that's the one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I've, I've kind of, the reason I fall back on it now is cause I remember one time I was, I was dealing with this girl and I liked her. Didn't post anything on social media about her or nothing. We dated for like six months. Right. The honeymoon stage. Honeymoon stage. Right. Maybe in like, in like the sixth month or seventh month, I go ahead and put her on my gram Two days later, <laughs> we break up. <laughs> it wasn't because of that, but we just ha- we just happened yeah, to break yeah, up, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Son of a like!" As soon as I put her on the ground, broadcast it through so her, you got to make sure. It's a wrap. Yeah, you got to make you gotta sure. Make sure. Yeah. What are some like? What do you feel like are some good first date like ideas mm. for people? I like. I don't like the movie for a first date because you're not really talking. Mm. You know, you're just. Like I like I like getting to know the person. So either if it's an eatery somewhere to eat, I like daytime dates for the first time. Going to the beach, um, I, I love going to the beach on the first date, uh, like Venice or even Malibu. So you can just sit down, enjoy the waves, and talk and get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe grab a bottle of wine, uh, you know, whatever the case is. Um, so definitely something outdoors during the daytime, and not the movies. So mm-hmm. somewhere to eat. Um, Top three places. The beach is my top place uh, f- for women, too, because when you're going on a first date for women, you don't want to you want to be somewhere where there's a lot of other people because, you know, there's a lot of creeps out here, too. Like, yeah, you don't know yeah. who you're going to meet with. So the beach is good because there's a lot of other people. It's, it's out in the open, mm-hmm. you know, for safety reasons, you know, for women and, and men, too. You know, we got to be safe out here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the beach is my number one. My number two would be an activity, maybe a skating rink i haven't been there in a while skating rink i haven't been there in a while a bro skating rink if you have an if you have an active girl man a skating a rink <laughs> like, don't front like you didn't used to go to skateland bro skating rink don't front like you didn't used to go to skateland <laughs> <A> skating rink <laughs> i'm telling you man take a girl take a girl to skate like to are we talking rink. ice skating if it's if it's December, if it's during Christmas time, that's perfect, bro. You don't think that's a perfect first date? If it's around November, I don't December, even know how to skate? You've never been ice skating, bro. Nah. That is the perfect, bro. I went. I took my little cousins that were here from San Diego. I took them to uh, the LA Live, like this December, I think this past December, and they had a great time. I was showing this my little cousins, but I saw a lot of couples there. You know, that's a, it's mm-hmm. a great it's a great first date. Yeah. Not, not and not even a first date, just a date in general. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. could be dating a girl, but they it's a great, you know, 
that a lot of times you're you're gonna be struggling to skate, she's gonna be struggling, you know what I mean? So it's like a good experience together, yeah. Whatever floats your boat, buddy. Hey man, hey, right, I'm giving you three? gems right here. <laughs> I'm giving you gems. What's number three? Oh, beach, skating rink. I don't like movies for the first day. You gotta have more options than just two. A lot of, I mean, a lot of times on first dates, I, I'll feel the vibe. Like, I'll, I will I may suggest, like, you know, we're going here, we're going there. But a lot of times, I'll, I'll ask her what she wants to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I always leave an option open for, you know, you know, you know for to her to make, for her to make a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I leave that open. Um, well, yeah. for me, I, I love going to Dave and Buster's on the first date. Dave and Buster's is popping. That's, that's, that's like my go-to because I feel like, like you said, it's like there's other people around. You can you can have fun. Yeah, you know there's games, there's activities, there's food, drink stuff like that. I mean I don't drink or smoke, but there's still you know they can drink and stuff like right. that, which is good. Uh, and it's just like a fun atmosphere. And I think a first date you want it to be fun and get that first impression because you can't make a can't make a first impression twice. Gotcha, exactly. You know, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think that first impression is important. So I think Dave and Buster's is great because you can still talk and get to know the person. But still do it in like a, a fun, playful setting. Playful still setting. Food there. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. And, and be able to sit and you don't have to get a, you know, $300 dinner and have it only last 20 minutes, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like with Dave and Buster's, it, you can, you know, not only play games, but you can also eat dinner also. A lot of girls like that, longer. though. A lot of girls like the $300 dinners. They want to. Well, I mean, I don't mind, yeah. you know, like if, if, if I see myself with this person, yeah. you know, and she has a lot of good attributes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, no problem. Like, I don't really care. Like, I okay. just, I don't really care what we do. And I like, I like sitting down and having a good meal, you know, not just cooking at home all the time. Um, but I would say Dave and Buster's would be my number one. And then number two would probably getting something to eat. You know, like whether it be like Cheesecake Factory, it's like my favorite restaurant, um, or just any type of eatery, you know. Okay. And I, I like sitting down, having a nice nice dinner, stuff like that. Um, that would probably be my second one. And then third one would honestly maybe just be like a drive, like, like you know, either a beach or like a viewpoint, something, you know, check out a cool view, talk. I think good first dates are a place where you can talk. But there's also other things to do. Other things to do, exactly. You know, so like whether it be a view, whether it be, you know, things of that sort. You Even know. museums, museums like the Getty Museum or something. I wouldn't like that. go that far, but I, I mean. would. Go <laughs> you got to culture yourself, man. <laughs> like, you got to get some culture in that. Yeah, or maybe like shopping day. or like the mall stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm taking somebody shopping. <laughs> you got. How how many days do you think until you feel comfortable saying, okay, you want to come inside, come check out my place? If she's comfortable after the first day, you know what I mean? <laughs> she can come and hang. You know, that's not saying, like, I'm not implying that we're necessarily going to, you know, going to get physical. Um, physical? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, no, I'm not saying we're going to have sex or whatever, but. That's just, you know if she's comfortable coming inside, we can just hang out some more. Like if I'm if we're really feeling each other's vibe, we can hang out, watch Netflix, you know, chill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't I don't necessarily see it as like oh it's like the three date rule. You know what I mean? But that's mm-hmm. mo- I think that's more of a a female thing. A, yeah, a woman. Yeah. A, a, a woman thing, which I totally understand. You know, you, it, that's how you know they set standards by that. It all comes down it. to your intentions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with me, they may not even want to go on a date. 
Yeah. They may just want to come straight over to your house. That's true too. That's know? true too. Yeah. So so I think I think from that But I think the older we get, the more we we want we want to still go out and true. do something. True. I think that aspect of that question that you asked Cuz is... we have money, we have a car, we have, you know, a house. We have these things mm-hmm. that, you know, you know when you're a kid, 16, 17 years old, there's nothing really you can do. You know, I mean, you're not making, you know, all this big money, you're Facts. not doing all that stuff. So the older you get, the more feel like fancier, the more money is spent on it to be a first date yeah. or, you know, throughout the process. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's true. And um, wait, I was going to ask you something. When you were talking about Dave and Buster's, um, you had mentioned you don't drink and smoke, which I know. How much stock do you put in a female or a woman that drinks or smokes? Do you do you care? Do you mind? I think that cigarettes are off the table. Mm-hmm. Any girl who's, who smokes a cigarette is is just it's off. Yeah, you know? that's a deal breaker for it's you. It's a deal breaker, hundred gotcha. percent. Won't even consider it. Um, I think you know smoking like like weed and things of that sort. That ganja is, yeah, <laughs> is also kind of a deal breaker for me because it's not something that I do. Mm-hmm. So I think smoking is is a big deal breaker for me. Now there's some girls that will you know once in a blue moon you know smoke here and there. I still smoking is kind of a deal breaker. It's it's just, it's just not my like. It's just not me. What if she does? What if she does it for medicinal purposes? I I don't think that there's such thing as a medicinal purpose. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! I think that most people our age do it for like the the pleasure and like the high and stuff like that. What if no? Now maybe there is other people out there. What if they use CBD products and they rub it into their joints? Right? I mean, I don't know about all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I think that you know drinking, I'm I'm fine with. You know, like they can drink. You know, that's like a, it's a common thing. Like when I tell somebody that I don't drink, they trip out. Oh my god, never once, no. Nah, nah. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> you know. Um, right. Like not even once. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's usually yeah. That's usually. I the said it three times yeah. already. You know, <laughs> like. Um, and I'm still able to have fun, go out. I mean, I, you know, we've been, we've went out plenty of times and I'm always the DD designated driver. Facts. Um, but I mean, I'm cool with it, you know? Uh, but I think that it's okay for them to drink, but for them to get just wasted and hammered and blacked out, yeah. and, you know, like stupid drunk, that's, that's just, that's going too far. That's another deal breaker. You know, yeah. that's a deal breaker too. But yeah, I mean, you want to, you want to be in a relationship with somebody that's like you. Because the more common things that you have with that person, the more the conversation is going to be better. The 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 time spent with them is going to be better. So commonalities. What about the are extremely important? What about the old saying that opposites attract? Do you do you think that's true at all too? Because I've been with I've been with women who you know are are very like minded and and we've had a great time. But I've also been with women who are like the complete opposite of me, and we've also had a great time because she's like so different, and she saw me as being so different. You know, somebody totally. Out of her, out of her world, and like that's what drew her to me. You know what I mean. So, I think, I think either or can work. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I do feel that. Like, I think the opposites can attract, but I think at the end of the day, you need to have some, some things in common. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think when it comes when they say opposites attract, I think like one person can have maybe not so flamboyant. Uh, personality and the other person could be more chill calm stuff like that Got you. something like that i think kind of work because like two hyper people you know it's 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 not going to be as good you know like i'm i'm more of a hyper you know active you know type of person right. so i think having another type another 
my my significant other being a hyperactive person wouldn't it wouldn't wouldn't go well so i think having a significant other that can also match your body or match your like personality is right. good but having a calm person like oh cool you know kind of offset you to kind of bring you down a notch okay okay you know? but you can't yeah. have two calm people you can't have two flamboyant people like you need to have you need to have a balance yeah i agree you know? i agree that's good yeah so i mean i think those are some of the good first dates those are the good you know attributes so i think we kind of went over you know uh, i think we went over a lot of a lot of good stuff uh, is there anything else that you wanted to kind of talk about as regards to relationships? I know we touched on a lot of good uh, aspects. No, I think that's good, man. Um, a lot of the DMs we got uh, with the sub questions, I think we touched on. Um, let us know if we missed anything. You know, we'll 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 go ahead and then you know talk about it in the next episode where we filter it in uh, into whatever topic we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, man, we thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. This is the Day and Night Podcast, episode three in the books. Mm-hmm. My guy, still social distancing. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, we got yeah. That six feet, <laughs> pounding only, no handshakes. And All no right. Way. Well, you guys have a good evening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, be sure to subscribe and uh, like and follow and all that stuff. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys next week. And uh, just DM us or drop drop some comments like you did before um, to basically give us recommendations that we always enjoy talking about, okay? You dig. Deuce. Peace.